lagi in two three. What's your full name? Ah, Fami apa? Fami Ismail. Fami Ismail. Okay, right now today we have Fami Ismail. Uh, he's uh, he used to be freelancing and drawing uh, Instagram account. Uh, so tell us about yourself, okay? Uh, before I go further. Uh, okay, so uh, previously I I think that the, the premise of what your friend told you about for my uh, particular Instagram account is that I started off as an auditor and then I resigned and now I'm doing what I love which is uh, art just has always been my lifelong dream to actually sorry. do and sorry we, we check back skit uh, you did your degree in what and then you became an auditor oh uh, so my uh, I was in UITM I studied ACCA and then I graduated in June 2018. Yes, 2018, June 2018. And then uh, after that, that's when I joined uh, my first uh, audit firm, which is one okay. of the big four in September. Okay, don't have to tell the name, but uh, how, how was the experience <laughs> being an auditor? Uh, I, I do have my my ideas uh, on what to tell, but I would like to listen from you. Lah. What, what is it being an auditor, a junior auditor? Start off, mm -hmm. start off. Maybe this would be a good uh, platform for people who are taking accountancy and then they understand what you have to go through as an auditor. Oh God, then I hope I, I can give a very good impression of <laughs> of audit because it, it tends to be very infamous with all the yeah the so what's the real that. real life like what's the fiction like okay tell us the, okay. the um, truth if in that case i'll give, just give my own personal account of uh, how okay. my life was in audit lah. so uh, like i said i joined in september and at first joining it was uh, just training for like i think a week plus a few days and then you're off to your first client so that's when you started your actual work and your actual work is really uh, during the start it was all about volume honestly uh, but not necessarily higher level thinking so it's just like they show you okay this is how you do this da -da -da -da, and then you get this okay you should get that so if you can get that then you're doing something right uh, but the hard part comes after around two roughly three months in uh, in the in the audit work so that's when things start to pick up uh, especially if if that two or three months is when peak happens which is what happened with mine i started in september and then after that is peak peak uh, period so during peak period that's when you're like working until 12 sometimes even three if you're in that one of those really unlucky engagement peak period is end of the year peak period is normally end of the year it really depends on when the financial year end of that particular client is so for mine it was uh, december so peak it really peaked around i say february ish that's when it's the worst i would say because march is probably uh, when you want to sign your accounts ready so <clears throat> yeah uh, one thing that is true from the rumors to any particular aspiring uh, auditors out there is that yes you work late that's that's part and parcel of the culture that's, not necessarily that's really an yeah. understatement i mean your your uh, i mean work late is <laughs> work late every day and work late every day okay out of five nights how many times do you work late okay there are two periods normal periods and heavy period which is before closing so normal period is going back home late like two days in a in five days week or... i would say because most of the year you are most likely tied to uh, peak period engagements it's only one third of the year like that baru macam okay sikit but you can yeah you can have like a normal nine to five if you're if you're lucky so if you're lucky you'll have normal yeah, one if, to five if, huh? if okay. like, I've, I've seen people like, almost the whole year they have peak punya engagements and i'm like oh, how do you survive and how do you live like this uh, yeah, yeah. So, so um don't don't expect like most of the year is very fun honestly but there is also the upside which is uh usually mm -hmm. you can save up your leave all your ot everything up to a month or two straight you just disappear from the company so that's nice you can take a really long leave and just really recover let go it. yeah you, you yeah. just let go like you totally forget why is debit credit for a while like <laughs> that, 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 that two or three months sorry one or two months okay um, okay 
But yeah, like, like I was saying, like, uh, audit is very infamous for all the... But how long uh, do you last there? No, as, a, as a first time auditor? One year? I lasted a year and four okay, months. Okay, a year is good. A year and half, roughly, lah, roughly around there. Yeah. Alright, then you move out? Uh... Yeah, I moved out. The The reason why I moved out wasn't... Because, okay, the thing is, like, um, I know mm. people say that most people hate audit. Like, they hate it, but it's mainly because of mm. the working late, honestly. But the work mm. is actually quite fun. It's quite nice. And... Uh, As you, you go along, you, you become better and you know how to 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 to, to make it easier, right? As you go I would along, say ha. that, but every day is something new, so you can't mm. think much. Like, okay, you've learned how to do receivables, and then you'll know it through. No, because every day is something new. You cannot say that you're an expert already, which is uh, usually okay. the case for for juniors especially. And mm-hmm. like I said, the work is fun. I I actually really enjoy the work, and I do miss auditing, honestly. Rasa macam otak dah slow dah now that I'm not doing audit. <laughs> I see. Yeah. But also the, the the fun part is also you have a bunch of colleagues around you yang same age yang pressure about the world and you know mm. you have this uh, this really good that's what I noticed with, with mm. auditors you have like really good colleagues and this this bond around you uh, yang macam very strong and eh? supportive mm. bond. Mm, yeah that's actually exactly true because everyone is around the same age they're all young baru lepas graduate that you don't have the team dynamics where you have to consider where ageism is an issue. Like, yeah. Yeah, so everyone has the same kind of ideals. Everyone thinks the same way. But of course, you will see um, one of the downsides to that is that you can see some of your colleagues young, uh, like their way of thinking is way beyond yours, man. Like you can see, okay, these people are made for audit because they are superstar. I see. They I see. And, and they're cruising. They cruise and they just cruise. Other people, they cruise. But because mm-hmm. they cruise, the managers and uh, the higher-ups, they will take advantage of that. Um, I would say it's bad, but I understand why they would do it. So they take advantage mm-hmm. of it because you know, you're, you're good. So they will put you in all the more difficult engagements. They, I see. they borrow you a bit for this client. And then I'm like, in the end, everyone dies. Lah. Yeah, everyone dies. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So you left after that. Where where did you go? I mean, I'm tracing back uh, uh, your, your, your life, life two steps. Hmm. Okay. I think to um, explain where I went after that. Okay. Why I left juga lah PwC. Yeah. Yeah. So so this one, uh, I did think of whether I should mention this, but then I thought like, okay lah. I think I think this is actually quite important now that I think about it. So it's ve- it's tied very strongly to mental health, and mm-hmm. maybe you saw this coming lah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Considering it's audit. So uh, in let's see, October, mm-hmm. I had a particularly bad episode because of the uh, anniversary of, of a very particularly, particularly bad event in my life. So in October, I felt really down, like really, really down, more down than, I, than usual. And I actually went to the hospital to get it checked that night juga. And uh, in the hospital, like, uh, they interviewed me and I like I let out everything. Lah. I just told them like, I feel this way, I wake up feeling like this, I, I go to sleep feeling like this, I can't get my mind off of this. It's just like it has engulfed my life at this point where before wow. this I thought like I could handle it. But then when but was there was there a build up to that? Was there a build up or was it just bam? Was there a build up like you sense? Mm. It's more like um Dari dulu dah memang ada something, but then hmm. at this particular anniversary, there's any much a double amount there. Oh damn. Uh, okay. so that's very much the the uh like that sudden naik tu mendadak punya naik tu okay that you went to the hospital and 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 what did you say that what's your complications when you said that you were at the hospital so i i mentioned to them that um this is not like uh, a one-off thing because i do feel uh quite sad and i notice i've been sad like for a very uh, large portion of my life and uh, based on all the interviews too i i maybe i'm too much in detail about that lah, but uh, mm. based on the interviews and when they did the when they finally gave the diagnosis so turns out i'm in i'm diagnosed with uh, okay you see depression has a lot of it's a spectrum yeah there's like the high functioning ones and then they'll they're very bedridden i cannot go on anymore with depression mm. so the diagnosis was i'm in the high functioning punya spectrum of depression i won't say exactly what but 
I can explain how it feels like. Okay. So yeah. Uh, it's so so you, when you wake up in the morning, right? You would expect to wake up with a blank slate. You don't. It's like you're not. You don't wake up like happy. You don't wake up sad. Yeah. You just yeah. Feel, right. Blank. That's normal. Yeah. Right? That's what you expect. Mm. So, mm. in my case, uh, what we realize is that in the morning when I wake up, it's just I wouldn't say it's not depressed. No. It's, it's really not depressed. But you wake up like bawaskit. So mm-hmm. you wake up feeling a bit sad, and then you don't know why. But uh, growing up. Uh, I I thought that was normal. I thought like, okay, maybe everyone feels like maybe I'm not even sad. Maybe that's the normal, punya neutral. Default punya, by default, yeah, huh? I thought mm. it was the default lah. So, um, in for my particular depression, uh, there can be three ways that it can happen. Three causes, which is one is because of a traumatic event, two, uh, because of a hormonal imbalance in your body, mm. and then three. It's because your brain is just wired differently, which oh god, I really hope it's not because of that lah. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. don't want to live with this my whole life, man. Okay. So, um, after like going to see the doctor, the appointments, mm. and all the the sessions, and then they suspect mm. it's not confirmed. I don't think can even confirm, but they suspect it's because of the second second reason, which is the hormonal imbalance. So okay. they give medication for that, and um, we also suspect that it started since I was. Form one or form two, because oh. it makes sense. Because form one, form two is when you're you're going through puberty. Yeah, right? puberty. Yes, yeah. yes. I yeah. think I had that as well. I had yeah. that. Well. <laughs> yeah, I think I think most people had that. Yeah. Uh, because it's a very confusing state. <laughs> Apa ni? Suddenly, oh, they like suddenly all the changes. I, I, yeah. I like girls. How? Yesterday we were ugly, and today they are hot. What's the thing? Uh, am I changing? So yeah, I understand that, that puberty, and and it's not well explained. It's not even explained at all by our parents. And me That's, going back yeah. then, uh, it was like the '90s. It was scary because what the hell happening? And you don't know what to ask, and you have to ask your friends. And your friends pun macam, okay, I also don't know, okay, you know, because I I was born early, pun semua orang pun tak tahu, and I got depressed a bit. Yeah, so yeah, I I I do understand why people get depressed at puberty. Okay, but you got medication and you went for interviews. You went for um, uh, what what were you uh, what were you prescribed? The next girl. Uh, I I I rather not. Okay. Share lah. Yeah. It's okay. okay. But but, but yeah, I, okay. I can, I can, no no I can, yeah. I can say it's not a very heavy medication lah. It it I makes see. me drowsy, very drowsy, uh-huh. but macam manageable lah, manageable. And I I mean I I was described Xanax a lot of times, and it made me sleepy. I cannot function. I uh, have like 10 milligram. I cut it into two. It still made it sleepy, and I just fall asleep. So and I don't know I, why uh, antidepressants are like that. Why must it make you sleepy? It's, it's so annoying. The problem is, the problem is, it's like drugs. If you overcome the sleepiness part, it becomes like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> you overcome. So you have to that choice. Either you have to sleep it off, or you become like extra, and you kind of abuse. That's where I don't want to go because you kind of abuse the the good, the feel good stuff from the pills. Like I'm, I'm not sleeping. But I feel good. It's not feeling good. It's just that the bad thoughts are not. Yeah, you just feel like this is how I should feel. And which I'm like, can uh, I just uh, be like this? Yeah. 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 Can it's like breezy better because I take Xanax. Dulu lah last time. Now I'm okay. <coughs> and it's like, hey, I'm cruising. Yeah, best. Yeah, best. Yeah. But of course, bila datang downside, the boom, it all crashes. And 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 then I notice the the cycle. Sorry to tell about me, but uh, since you we know, are in the it's, 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 since we are in the topic already, so yeah. there's like a cycle. I, I'm happy, pakai benda ni, and then tak pakai, it crashes, I, and I cannot control. It's the same as addiction. So I tried to put a stop to it, but I did go on. I think to me, everyone has to go through their own journey, lah. Basically, of finding yourself, the things that actually. Uh, can work with you because everybody is unique in my opinion. Everybody has their own me. Of course, you can apply some generic uh, benda lah macam go hospital ke apa. But uh, I think everyone has a different journey. So my journey is different. Your journey, okay. Now, what what would be your advice, people facing this? Is there anything you can say for people facing depression one? And if they have people around them who are depressed and what they, they should do? I mean, yeah. This is a very good topic, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that you're okay with me plugging this particular topic in this podcast mm. because, mm. like, we need to talk about it more. I think 
Yeah, yeah, because it's pandemic. It's pandemic. Yeah. One of my friends, yeah. one of my friends, I'm 40 years old. I, I have to be honest, I'm 40 years old. One of my friends came to me. We haven't spoke for like two months. And then he came, Khalid, aku lagi sikit jadi gila, Khalid. Aku sikit lagi, aku dah lost it. Aku ada anak bini, aku tak ada kerja. Aku jam, Khalid. Aku dah tak tahu nak pergi mana. And people don't know where to go. And this guy went to see psychiatric and say, baik lah. And then he went back in his lock. Oh, aku dah hidup balik. Aku dekat nak mati. Kata, that was his words to me. Aku dah dekat nak mati. Aku tak tahu nak buat apa aku lost. So mental health is something that we take for granted a lot. Yeah. I think it's okay if we discuss even if we take over a different. I think it being born. Of course, the story is about you and your choice. So, so oh, as I was saying, uh, do you have anything to share about mental health? To anyone that uh, feels like, even if you have like an inkling of, uh, you feel that something is wrong. I mean, okay, if you have if you had suicidal thoughts can and it's not like a one off thing okay you bro something is not right that is just not right and another mm. particular audience that i want to address is which is um memang usually aku rasalah uh this particular audience i would say demographic lah is uh terpinggir because mm. of their demographic so the demographic, demographic that i'm talking about is those young that were born in like middle-income families those that we can consider privileged juga lah privileged they, they, they weren't born with any financial difficulty couple mm-hmm. so these people when they're born like that and they know that people around them say things macam like alah kau susah apa kau bukan ada ni oh, so yeah. you, you tend to invalidate your problems now and you feel like macam any sense of sadness that that comes is it's either macam you don't um, acknowledge it or you say i deserve this because everything else is easy so this particular demographic is i think quite dangerous juga not just uh, the the macam people in poverty or people yang memang ada problems in their life these people yang tak ada validation for how they feel pun mm-hmm. suicide is like they, they might not consider it macam terus tapi yeah, as yeah. you go along growing up not feeling worth worth of uh, everyone's time worth living macam you feel like oh god someone else should have taken that job oh god i wish someone else took yeah. my position yeah. i wish me so you rasa macam what is the point of you being here then uh, so this particular demographic yang i know they keep quiet i know yeah yeah these are the people yang i would especially guys especially guys yes especially guys because um and also on demographics um Let's say on 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 uh, if you are higher income and you have the best work, I give you an example. Siapa ni yang chef yang pandai masak tu? Bukan chef lah, yang international, <laughs> yang international, <laughs> yang. Oh, uh, Anthony Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain. Oh. Anthony uh-huh. Bourdain had the best job in the world. All he had to do is you know go and eat with the highest classes of people with presidents you know dia makan dengan obama kot lepak dekat uh, vietnam i think there was this picture opportunity where picture op where he was featured and he had the best job all he had to do is eat good food talk and hang out with the best of people mm-hmm. and yet he took his life and can you imagine the, the the best job i would consider that killer the best job in the world Hmm. And with and the highest people, with the money, huh? Some consider as success, success, really. You've succeeded. Success, yes. Huh. What drove him to success? Yes. But so, it uh, there there is one more thing because I I aku kadang-kadang aku go out and uh, bagi uh, join kitchen soup, ja. We give out food. So I see all these um, budak-budak yang uh, tak ada rumah duduk minta sedih lah. Very aku senang nangis that's why aku tak ada join lah sebab aku senang nangis so tengok budak-budak ni kita tengok baju dia compang camping apa semua compang camping but they are in a better mental state than banyak budak-budak lain why i say this is because mental state because kau tengok budak-budak ni boleh jalan main-main ada kawan what we should really give an eye to and focus is budak-budak anak orang kaya yang duduk dalam banglo besar parents dia mak dia keluar bersosial bapa dia tak balik kerja dia duduk dengan mate dia yang asyik cakap dengan boyfriend dia all the time and dia duduk seorang-seorang and pressure so if you have the money you don't necessarily provide the same amount and and like you said it was it was so true kalau aku miskin and aku sedih 
It's okay. It's completely okay. It's normal. Okay lah. Aku sedih. Orang sedih. Nyanyi lagu miskin. It makes sense. Huh. But if you have money and you're still sad, that's when it hits you double. Dah lah aku sedih. Orang kata, eh, kau ada duit lah. Uh, so, so I think one advice we should give if katalah member kita ke siapa ke yang ada have it all. Janganlah just 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 through ah uh, jangan at least listen i think the, the important part is we, we don't listen bagi bagi jelah dia cakap kan kau te, yes. belum apa apa kau pangkah especially guys i hate guys in the sense that way no in the sense that kau nak cakap masalah kan ya yeah, aku aku ada masalah macam ni ha? pasal apa duit ke apa tak adalah aku macam berat hati ah lah jom lah kita keluar jalan-jalan relax ah oh no okey lepas tu kami umit lah the problems like forget about it and try to enjoy Yeah, But then the problem is still there. Yes, that, that's why I think men. That's why if you see statistics, men in the US, in the UK, these are the most men, middle-aged men, because they have nowhere to run to. So, I I am lucky that I'm I have quite a strong feminine side. Yang aku suka nak bercerita masalah sikit kan. But that helped me a lot. I'm and I'm very open. But a lot of men yang wants to be seen as strong. This will be, and especially now we are facing pandemic times. Even and in 2020, in 2019, it was already stated that uh, mental health will be the biggest issue in Malaysia by uh, by Kementerian Kesihatan last year. Imagine that mental health is already a big issue without the pandemic and all this economic uh, thing going on. Imagine now we already have mental health. Now we have. The pandemic, people are facing economic. People are going crazy, and I can feel it in social media as well. And and I can feel it in the sense that aku marah, aku tak ada kerja, aku tak ada duit, aku tak tahu nak buat apa. But I go on social media and aku marah semua benda yang aku nak marah. So it's translating because I do social media, I do send sometimes macam, eh, asal ramai orang marah. I I follow a lot of people. I follow like 4,500 on Twitter, on Instagram because it's my job to know and get a, a, a pulse of what people are thinking and people are going a bit crazier, crazier, a bit. I feel like your, yeah. your job is quite dangerous for someone yang ada mental health. Mental yeah. Yeah, yes. because you're exposed to so much negativity and toxic punya culture and people who oh. just want to, sh- sorry for swearing, but people who just want to shit on you for no reason. I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but at the same time, I grow, I grow a lot. I used to be takut kena bash and people pam pam pam. Last three weeks, I was like bash people put up old uh, old tweets on me, kata racist. Uh, so that's another. But then it clicked on me. It doesn't hurt me anymore. I've been through that level. I think. Can you imagine? Okay, imagine yourself being a Rosma. Imagine yourself being a Najib. Can you even go to that length? Okay. Silent my phone, jump, bising. Okay. Shit. Okay. For, Sorry, tak saya dah mahu lupa dah. Tak ada. Tak ada. Okay. So for whatever that I face, imagine orang lain yang kena kutuk kau-kau aku, I cannot go fathom what they have to go through even though they have to do a crime ke whatever, that's still uh, beyond but the things that people say in social media is heavy bro, it's heavy, heavy and it, it and it's it also creates, the, that's why aku reluctant to come back to Twitter um, because I don't want to fight. It's not a time to fight, because I am a very opinionated person, very vocal, and aku nampak salah kalau dia tegur. That's me. Aku rasa salah tegur, but I'm willing to be corrected. But it's not a time to fight. Now it's a time to support, to share stories, you know, to give support. Whoever you are, I mean, we are not even racist, pun. But you see, social media has blown us so much apart that it's becoming dangerous. What's what's your What's your take on this? On social media and on social media and social mental health. Yeah. My my take is that I I avoid social media like the plague. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do you I have understand. a DS account though. Do you have a DS account though? No, I don't have a DS account. <laughs> but but I do have I do have a Twitter account. It's just that I okay. I keep it very private, just friends and family okay, cool. and. Mm-hmm. Not not even family point. It's just like things that I want to follow, things I like, which is science and all that. You know, ah. the space and stuff. You know, things that make you feel hopeful. Yeah. So, <clears throat> my my take is that one is in your particular line is dangerous for mental health. 
Oh, they just, they just. Yeah, I so. wouldn't recommend. I do social media yeah. analytics where I give reports to companies or organizations oh. who wants to know what people say about them on a daily basis. Let's say you're a company, Cellcom, like the gun, and then in one day, uh, Cellcom has uh, mentions around fifteen thousand mention. Out of fifteen thousand mention, seven uh, seven thousand five hundred are good. Uh, seven thousand five hundred again, fifty percent. Oh. So and then I break it down. Okay, so you got the good thing is about your line is clear. The bad thing is about your payment system and all that. So that's what I do reporting, and I'm supposed to know is it a very because not everything are numbers. Okay, I'm supposed to know and advise clients whether. The actual Is sentiment this, of the people. The actual sentiment, but that cannot be measured. I have to have a pulse. Okay, but then you can what? And I have to be before a crisis happens. So that's what I do to my clients, and I wouldn't recommend this to people young don't have like strong mental attitude. Yeah. It's crazy. Social media is crazy. Risk management, juga. Your your particular work, ni. That's a big big burden to carry on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that's why. And social media is big. I have clients that says, "How come you didn't notice this Facebook status? Do you know how many things I have to monitor in the internet?" And they come to me with a somebody who has like three hundred friends, and look at this. And then I have to teach and educate them as well. So that's that's something young terrible. But not this is not about me though. Let's go back to you. Let's go back. We're progress, but okay, okay. About the mental health and how do you overcome that? And sekarang oh, okay. dah okay, macam mana? Uh, I wouldn't say sekarang dah okay, tapi hmm. uh, about the medicine that I was talking about tadi, um, I I stopped taking it. I I still don't know if that was the good thing to do, but mainly long, I stopped taking it. How long already? How long already? About three months. I hope my doctor is not watching. <laughs> 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 because one because of the MCO lah, macam. Habis buat hmm. macam tu. Yeah, but, yeah. But I feel like macam, damn, aku, aku tak nak depend on this, on taking medicine my whole life ah. But that also means that I must uh, put in effort to solve it from inside lah, which is something yang I can, I'm very oh, disappointed how? to say yang okay. I haven't been doing lah because. Well, okay, what what's your idea of uh, solving it from the inside? I think so, it's very excellent. But so solving it from the inside is a lot of well, looking inside lah, <laughs> looking inside okay. and trying to figure out why are you actually sad, which um for the demographic I was talking about maybe it's because you feel invalidated. Mm-hmm. Why? What made you feel invalidated? Our well too. So that kind of thing. So in my particular case, it's about um a lot of invalidation, and also about um that particular event that happened in my life lah, uh which. You know when when you sit down, okay, you took mm. phone, you took everything, you just sit down in your room, on your bed, and then you try to think, much like, okay, why is this happening? Why do I feel this way? It's mm. when you actually get I, people always say that, much like, uh, try to look within yourself, try to find out why you're sad. Tapi it's something yang actually is actually quite difficult to do. And once you actually get into that, um, I would say that pit, okay, mm. it's a very scary place to be. And mm. kau akan rasa macam anxious, kau rasa macam nak nangis, kau rasa macam uh, I don't want to, I don't want to do this now. I can do this later. Macam you, you don't want to be there, tau. And mm. every time I try to get inside that pit, memang I, aku keluar balik. I, I don't want, I don't want to deal with this. I have to me, aku rasa macam I have more important things to deal with. I have happier things to think about. Why can't I just uh, do this later? Or, or who knows? Maybe in the future, nanti I'll suddenly get over it because. That's the thing about humans. Can humans, we are yeah. the the number one reason why we survive this long is because of our our ability to adapt. And if adapting also means just forgetting something that happened in the past, then I'm fine with that. But itulah. So far, I haven't I haven't reached that stage yet, lah. Um, oh, it's right. I, I don't know if that's good advice, but uh, like I said, disappointed with my progress now, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometime in the future, lah. Uh, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Um, I think I I I haven't been depressed for the longest time. Honestly, I've I've been like suicidal. I've been depressed, like crazy depressed. 
and I sometimes I want to be depressed because the things that I wrote last time, if I see my old tweets, kan, like from 2012, 2013, I'm like, wow, gila, seni, what made me wrote those like really, really sad things? And I can't write those things anymore. I think I, I've some uh, maybe settled with my issues, but Alhamdulillah, I haven't did this, uh, gone through a depressing episode. Yeah. Um, By seni, but I think you mean like, macam uh, away with your words, is it? Yes, yes. It uh, can like I, really. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Because when you art and being sad, that's that's like a there's a link between those two, like art and being sad. I think. Oh, other, 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 other. There is there's a link. So, but uh, just to share what I did uh, is because I listen to a lot of uh, programming because I listen to some experts on the internet that says that. We have the subconscious and the conscious so you try to program the subconscious as well and i do simple exercise every day i just breathe 10 minutes before i sleep 10 minutes after i wake up i just breathe and be thankful before you sleep before you wake up just do these two breathe and be thankful yeah, for the good things because you start off uh, with 10 minutes of being grateful and wow wow you start off totally different thing remember you told me that you start by default by zero you start yes. uh, if you start if being grateful and you control your everything for like five minutes your day is gonna change try this just be oh. grateful five minutes yeah. oh. i can't show you it's on my phone and i'm using my phone as a camera oh, no, no. <laughs> but basically um actually one thing that i started doing was mco which um uh, helped me to feel better is this actually i, I found out from my friend um uh, she she also has uh, depression for like i think three years i think lama gila and one of the things she talked about is this thing called little wins so uh -huh. uh, i have this app on my phone it's a habit tracker and you can pin a widget for certain habits you want to have so contohnya oh. macam one of my habits is uh, uh, make the bed okay kemas katil lah bangun pagi kemas katil so hmm. once you've done that you can tap on that widget and then it will it will light up lah kira macam okay you've done this and that's that's a little win for me so i have a lot of different things that i can do daily which really I see that it's empty, it's grayed out. I feel like, okay, I want to do this. I want to get a little win. And that uh, that is related to why you say, like, breathe and try to start off uh, on a more positive note, yeah. which helps. I don't know if it's like, I mean, you're not solving the problem, but you're kind of running yeah, away, yeah. but you feel yeah, better, yeah. so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's seeing the problem, it's seeing the problem. Okay, I have to admit that I can be sort of like, uh, not refusing to see the problem, but the problem is mostly me. That's right. And and, and I believe we are much continuated. Continu I, I stopped medication. My my father is also angry about this. I stopped my medication. Stop my medication. Uh, so so because I don't feel like you, I can't go on like this. I'm like a drug addict, only it's legal. Yeah. And I seen people who if they don't take some drugs and then much tiba-tiba start twitching. Lah. I don't want to be like that 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 kind of uh, reliance so that's why i i started to look at things i become a little bit more religious uh, a little bit more open uh, in experiences those those benda-benda uh, yang you kata macam lame macam appreciate yourself apa love yourself benda-benda ni lame but if you do that you find the wonders that it's not so lame and i used to be someone yang hate to be alone i really hate being alone. i'm a very gregarious person not jumpa members but mco has taught me like crash course you got to do this you got to go through this and after that i can until now i can like be alone and it's quite okay i think it's you see the brain is the, i i like understanding the brain that's why i do social media to understand the brain and the brain has is elastic and it can grow and if you have something that traumatizes you it can still grow but if it's too deep, the problem with depression, if you go on a depression for more than like three weeks, it's not a depression anymore. Your brain registers it as a traumatic event. When your brain registers it as a traumatic event, it's something like can be a deadly, deadly to you. So your brain, you are always in a defense mode. This is a very um, cycle. Yeah, it's a feedback loop. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, but I think Alhamdulillah with um, a lot of things, uh, they, 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 there is no one way I have to continue meeting people. I cannot stay at home alone most of the time. 
continue meeting people and be social and be have sports be normal when i okay this is simple tips also i do okay bila kita depressed gila-gila and you are in that mode okay i'm depressed usually you are on your bed and tak buat apa so the first thing i force myself is i want to be normal i got to do the normal thing dah pukul berapa mandi kalau lambat aku tidur kalau time makan aku makan if you forget to do all this you are making yourself opening yourself to more problems you already depressed lagi kau tak makan kau dah jadi gastric lagi kau tak mandi kau tak fresh so whenever i have this it's the habitual thing that macam solat ke apa yang that comes that marks your day that that uh, actually soft a lot because most of it is is in here je kita ni advance sangat aku rasa what, what about you what about you what, yeah, yeah. Uh, i i agree with what you said honestly but hmm. at the same time uh, i think i should also mention that um uh, doing all these macam positive things you hmm. uh, to anyone yang tengah watching uh, it doesn't mean that uh, you should invalidate how you actually feel under all of that positivity yes. and yes. yeah so yeah. It's just for you to, uh, at least in the short term, you can keep going. And then yeah. for the sake of the long term jugalah, if you keep going yeah. now, you can keep going until the long term and hopefully until the day that you're actually healed, hopefully, God willing. So uh, now the three months of your medication, how are you feeling and what are you doing, especially what you said, what are you doing uh, to, to counter the effect of no medication? Uh, like I said, it's the little wins and also uh having a family like even like macam because i have i have uh these uh, i have three sisters two of them adopted and memang every day i make it a point to kacau lah just to uh i don't know just you know it's just are you the, are you the eldest yeah i'm i'm the eldest yeah oh, i'm so, the eldest with, with three sisters as well uh, they oh. have a separate they have a separate whatsapp group between the girls <laughs> i suspect they too they, they do too i suspect they do too yeah okay so, so yeah every day i make it a point to just kacau them or maybe I, I kacau my mom during breakfast and uh i, I try to make that like if if i don't because i know sometimes you don't want to do it yourself so you have to kind of make it part of the schedule or something like you do a then it has to lead to b so one of my little wins is every morning I will make breakfast for my mom and my grandmother. So because I make breakfast for them, then I would end up sitting down having breakfast with them juga kan. So then I get hmm. I can talk to my mom, I can kacau her, I can I can make jokes and whatnot. So again, like you do these little wins to to <clears throat> to uh, at least carry you through the day. Um, what was I talking about? Huh? Little wins, little wins. What do you do to solve these things? Ah, uh, um, in the three months, yang tak medication kan? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, another thing is, tak tahu ni good advice lah. But I, I when I start thinking and start feeling like falling into that depression, punya pit tu, I try to run away from it lah. Macam even sometimes moving from one room to another helps you to run away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see situation. Advice, maybe, maybe last resort can do that lah. Because I don't know, there's something about going through doors yang makes you macam lupa what the heck was going on two seconds ago. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, but MCO, the I, I can't really say MCO was particularly bad for me lah. Oh, did you stay alone? Were you alone uh, or no, with I'm, your family? I'm, I'm, I'm with my family, so that really helped. Um, I know there's a few of my friends yang memang MCO, they, they felt sampai to the point of suicidal because there's no social contact and they feel very alone which um, I hope that that guy is okay now lah. We we talk and whatnot but yeah, if he's watching then stay alive. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I have people who, who DM me. I mean, um, I mean, I, I have not that much following but I do have people that look for um uh i mean they ask me questions and they say they go like through guidance guidance and i just try to provide them with the safe thing. and and it's not easy and have you tried calling the befrienders yeah i did i tried calling befrienders. do you think it's useful uh, honestly i, I don't know I, depends on the person answering actually yeah. um, macam susah nak jawab, but ada pros and cons lah if you're just calling them just to luahkan perasaan 
they they are can take yeah. it and they are professionally trained to do it I, I assume but if you're calling for macam solution macam mm, it's yeah. not the way lah which i don't think befrienders is supposed yeah, to be that yeah. yeah yeah so don't put too much think of befrienders as macam nak luahkan perasaan and not your therapist or your psychiatrist because if you put that kind of expectation you're just going to let yourself down when you call them but if you want actual actual help memang you have to go to a to a professional lah you have to seek professional help not call your friend do you have a friend or like maybe an uncle or someone senior that guides you or someone you look up to um in the international rain girl do you have like you know jordan peterson or whatever then you look okay this is like the guy that i can uh, try to become and emulate Okay, aku aku kejut gila because when you mention Jordan Peterson tu macam yes. Uh, God, I wish I could show you the the lock screen, the home screen of my phone. My home screen is actually rule number two of his uh, 12 rules for life. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is uh, treat yourself. Yeah, I find I find him a really good guy. Kan, he's, he's like the father that that we, I mean not not that we, we will want but another father figure lah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I have his rule number yeah, two. Yeah, because, because he went through shit. He went through shit. He went through shit. You know, most people macam tiba-tiba dah okay dah, tiba-tiba okay, ya, dulu miskin apa. But he is like, he's willing to tell you how he shit and he can break down those things into like very identifiable portions yang kau boleh faham and then boleh practice. Yeah. So, wow, gila gempa. Yeah. I find it good. But I, I try to take my sources also, not from one. I I believe like some uh, like Taoism. Taoism I, it has that, uh, helped me a lot in like doing without not doing. Wow, gila, so transcendence, yeah, much of new age, yeah. Nirvana, punya enlightenment. Oh, yeah. And I like learning and on doing all this, so it's a part of my progress. So that's why I say, it's your when you are. Uh, I think when you go through depression, it's a sign. It's not a sim. It's a symptom. It's not uh. It's not an exactly penyakit, but it's a sign something is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. You must fix it. In my opinion, so that's so macam sakit. Huh? Kalau kita sakit perut, sebab kau salah makan. So if you're depressed, kau salah emosi. Kau pun something yang wrong yang masuk dalam kulitak betul. So kau kena betulkan. So that's a sign. So I think everybody has to find their own way and not just take and on befrienders you are absolutely right connect call bercakap boleh tapi jangan harap dia nak bagi nasihat and solve your solution because only you can only you can solve your own issues yeah hmm. Hmm. Ha, eh, kita I... tak pergi pun ke part drawing tu ha itulah sorry i i ha. nak plug mental health tiba-tiba jadi the topic pula really <laughs> good I, i really wanted to talk to someone on mental health tapi um oh. tak ada siapa But people really would listen to this. Trust me on this. Yeah. Oh, okay, mm. that's great. I'm I'm really glad that you're an advocate for mental health. Also, is is Jana actually behind someone yang I yang uh, shit? Tak tahu nak cakap kita. But macam uh... sorry, sorry, I was uh, cut out. Really. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Uh, but but it's, it's it's rare to find someone young. Uh, this is not much um uh, an ageism thing, but someone of your age young talk about mental health and talk it in such a good light. I mean, yeah, wants to bring it to light. Yeah, that wants to bring it to light. So I could say, I'm like, thank you, though. thank you, because you have the people in your age group, <laughs> though, honestly. Because our age group, we have a lot of people talking mm. about it. But you know, because my mm, dad, my age group is adult. So same, same. Uh, Asian parents, Asian parents. I'm not a boomer, by the way. I'm a Gen X. Aku tak cakap apa. Tak ramai orang salah kan. So I take the chance to nak bagi tahu orang kata uh, I'm a Gen X lah. Basically ramai orang salah. Uh, okay, I uh, aku nak just nak flash kau punya Instagram because I don't want that to be missed because I really like uh, what I see uh, and. I really like and it's cool. Aku tak, tak, tak tengok lagi sebelum ni. Abang baru nak tengok and oh. so ni memang first time reaction lah ni. Reaction video. First time reaction. Honestly. So so what we are seeing is that uh, Fami ni dia on Instagram you can Fami.draws. So here you can see that uh, 
uh, macam cartoon figures of life of people which uh, I think is uh, on on queue and he does it on Mark sama. Oh tak, cuba cerita sikit uh, tentang kau punya benda ni. Okay, so um, the reason why aku start benda ni is like I said, aku memang minat art lah, memang dari kecil but I didn't pursue it because yelah, you, you need something uh, yang lagi cakap, something more stable lah which was why I mm. got into ACCA and uh, audit semua tu but uh, during, after I resigned uh, mm. in December last year Uh, Covid happened and I'm like shit I can't find a job though <laughs> so oh. for seven months I was unemployed I, I managed to secure a job baru-baru ni but so during that time I was talking to my friend uh, Farhan, Farhan Faizal so this guy he said um, he was talking about how he wants to start a business with his girlfriend and and how <coughs> they're really exposed to all these really great business ideas and then he said you know for me you have a skill you should try and mm try and see, test the market, you don't know who will want it. So I was like, it was, he was lucky that it was on that particular night where I was uh, just mangat to do things. So I said, okay, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I try, bro, aku terkejut gila for the... Hmm. It, people were commenting, people were asking, can you do me? Uh, how much is it? They were really interested. So I felt like uh-huh. I, I am an artist now, like something yang I've always wanted since I was a child. Finally, I managed, I, I can actually macam legit call myself, I am an artist. Before this, aku just lukis suka-suka, aku just post on Instagram, the, uh, like kalau macam one of the, the posts there was if was the traditional, before this I just do traditional portraits. And those are macam aku lukis mm. suka lah and time audit, can you don't have time kan? So I kind of forgot how it felt, how good it felt to draw again. And when I actually managed to do it, which is after design and doing the MCUs, many across the damn, I I want to do this more. And seeing that kind of reception for the art, I felt like I can I can continue. I can keep doing this. And I am. Is it, uh, is it therapeutic? Would you would you say it's therapeutic for you? Yeah, I would say it's therapeutic. I would say it's one of the things that actually make me feel like, um, like I'm doing something with, I'm doing something meaningful with my life for myself for once. You know, because like why I say because the privilege and uh, not feeling validated, semua tu kan. So yeah, in, in this one, I I actually recorded myself uh, recording. Uh, drawing the eye, just the eye, and to show the process, like why is it this particular portrait, this option of portrait can cost? It's not easy, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like anyone can learn lah this particular style of portrait drawing. Yang susah is like the traditional using pen and paper, uh, sorry, pencil and paper punya drawing. Ha, yang tu, yang tu susah. And sampai sekarang pun, I'm like, I'm not there yet. I have friends yang memang power gila, but maybe one day lah, maybe one day I can actually sell uh, traditional punya portraits actual pencil and paper uh, and uh, wow wow thanks man thanks I, I appreciate it <laughs> yeah it took about I think one hour something for this one. yeah one hour just for the eye wow yeah that's for the eye yes that for is the just eye. for this person's eye mm-hmm. that's one hour so this total portrait will take you uh usually kalau macam this particular portrait was a premium portrait so port- premium portraits mm. uh, the actual drawing of the person too will take roughly in total like i would say six maybe eight hours depending on how how difficult it is how much detail yang ada in the particular reference photo and then the bulk of the time because usually these things will take days to to find yeah. finish so the bulk of the time is actually trying to figure out what kind of background uh, that i want to do in in this particular case it's quite a simple background lah but for some i i want to do something that memang represents uh, who they are or what is in that photo lah or or any business don't promote ke apa so oh I this is a, for farha yes this this was for farha's uh, parents oh, for for mom yeah mom and dad i see uh, i see okay yeah sure. so if if you scroll down i think uh, there's a, a very good example yang premium portrait yeah that one with the chinese character 
Yeah, oh, so ah. in the photo tu ada ada flowers in the photo when uh, oh, yeah and so uh, I also learn Mandarin on the side so I thought I put a personal punya macam what what does it say? Kua it says uh, means flower. I see okay. So right. Literally flower lah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, oh. um, yeah. It, I I feel like I finally found something that makes me feel alive doing portraits. Um, good. Yeah. I I don't see it. Um, dulu I I had this plan lah masa MCU tu like within five years, I want to get it to be able to self-sustain and then I can make uh, like a very legit business out of it. But mm. I managed to get a job semua tu and the time dah cut short. Uh, I, I only work on portraits after seven and on weekends if, if tak ada apa-apa lah on the weekend too, which uh, takes a toll on the time that I can uh, spend doing the portraits. This one was was particularly fun. Ni, um, the frame one too. That was the first time uh-huh. I actually asked for a printed punya frame and I was like uh, I did expect something like this to happen in the future lah but uh, not so soon and then mm. uh, the first time I held it in my hands macam it's it's tangible oh. now you know it's physical it's oh there. yeah 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 it's physical I see the shadows behind it now yeah. I see wow oh wow macam, damn I I'm really glad I started this and oh, wow. from the support from the friends semua lagi memang you feel validated if, if there's anything that that people can do to feel validated is try to do what you love and do it properly lah. Don't feel that true. This is really great stuff, man. Then this is your friend? Oh. Mm, yeah, this was for a birthday gift. She, the girlfriend ordered for the boyfriend. I see. Wow, great, man. Okay. So, I think uh, you can find uh, all this at fahami.dross on Instagram. So actually we've been talking for wow around an hour. See, simple, you kan? Hmm, good style. Raw. Yeah, raw, yeah. Just take it, and and that's that's how I think. Uh, about if you have anyone else nak masuk ke, I don't know if you want to share anything else ke that you want to share. I think you 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 brought out a, a topic that very close to my heart. I want to. Aku nak cakap suram. Aku takut orang gila. Aku boleh buat lawak aja. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why I think I need people to to, to talk with. Huh? Uh, I think Jorogan did a very simple thing. Uh, um, just to let people talk and explain themselves. Itu je. Uh, so, anything else? Uh, uh, damn. Uh, what else can I plug? Uh, uh, I guess thank you for recommending me to you and for allowing yeah. me to sabotage for, for mental health awareness. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, uh, this is gonna come out tomorrow on September on Malaysia Day. So tomorrow is Malaysia Day. So anything else you wanna say uh, about Malaysia Day? Oh. Um, I guess, uh, I know the political environment in Malaysia is very uh, fragile, I would say fragile, but I can see a change right now and uh, go out and vote for what you believe in. and please believe in something I look, please. <laughs> <laughs> I won't think that what that is for anyone, but please. That's very positive. That's very positive of you. And I, I like to encourage them. Uh, I do have my views, but uh, let, let it be said that this is your session now. So thank you so much for me for coming, uh, for joining. Uh, I'll share with you the raw picture after this. Uh, I'll stop the recording, but we can still be online for a bit uh, to talk things up. Thank you, everyone. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much.